1: Back to old school with DP and j on 93 7 a ticket and the ticket FM.com. We're back. Short segment, Jay Foreman Austin. Uh, right before we get Greg Smith on here at the top of the hour, we got to call him up, see what he's doing from Rivals. Um, appreciate the text. Uh, we got here, uh, <laughs> my man Rubber Ducky from LinkedIn says we need to make Jeff Sims a receiver. I doubt that's going to happen. Um, Gene, mean Gene and Lincoln says, for example, if he drops the ball on the turf and does half, you know what's it, and isn't it's, it's spiking it, then you know, then he goes on the uh, on the bench, and that's really what you do. So, is it, it? I could understand why you would go back to Jeff Sims because a starter can't lose their spot to injury, and then I uh, understand that you got to be held accountable. Look, it's no, it's, <laughs> listen. I've been listen. I can tell you this right now. We were playing Pittsburgh which is the equivalent of Michigan because they physical third preseason Fundamental. Game, yeah Soft. third preseason game, you know, almost a contract year. I I mean, coach Greg Williams is like, Hey dude, we need a special game out of you tonight. Or pretty much you might be gone, you know, i mean sure, Cause they just wanted all Chill, right. Greg, right? Well, hey, Jeez. That's, that's, hey, I knew exactly <laughs> where I was at and what mm-hmm. I needed to do. And I knew I was going to be held accountable. Now I hadn't had a bad preseason. I just haven't had any opportunities. So, it was somewhat of a competition. I was way better than to dude, but it was just kind of, you know, look, man, they need. sometimes you need to be put on blast or on a hot seat and, and how you react. And I think it was more or less Greg trying to see how I, I would react to it. You know, he understood the type of pressure that it is when you're going to contract year and new team, new – it was a whole new regime and how you would react. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I appreciated it afterwards. Um, because I think it made me a better player, mentally tougher. Didn't like it at the, at that point in time, especially as you're <laughs> like you're going in a locker room. But I was already ready to go then, anyways. But you know, it no different. Look, being held accountable as a player is just part of playing football. You, you're you're there. I mean, very very rarely are players having a runway that's just never changing in length. And really, the players that are really really good. They don't even worry about that because they're going to give you an honest day's effort anyway so i don't have a problem with it either way the best thing is or the thing i'm gonna probably watch it for is if they're gonna handle it right um before we go to break there's i'm gonna give you an offense and defense a guy that everybody needs to look out for or we need to win against in order to have a better chance to uh
2: what's the easiest choice you can make
1: for us to win. Now, everybody thinks JJ McCarthy, Blake Coram. It's not. It is whoever is the starting tight end for Michigan. Um, Colson Loveland is good. He's a young kid. AJ Barner is a transfer. Uh, Max Breedson is really good. So we have to win against their tight end position. That's in the run game and the pass game. And then on their defense, uh, they have a really good defensive line. Uh, both, you know, there's older guys, a lot of seniors, even redshirt juniors and, and grad transfers. Um, but the one guy that we need to have a good game against and know where he's at, block him up, create separation, make him be physical, is uh M- Mike Sanristel. He's a former receiver mm-hmm. who switched to defensive back in the middle of the season last year and is really taken off and he's going to get drafted in the first three rounds, uh probably second or third round. He is their playmaker. He's their difference maker. He's the guy that changed the game against Bowling Green, changed the game against Rutgers. Um, you handle those two, you're, you're well on your way to playing up to the level that you would like to play because those two guys and those two, and one is a player, one is a position group, are their crutches on offense and defense. Everybody's going to look for the start. Look, Chris Jenkins is going to handle his business. Junior Colson is going to handle his business. Um,
2: Josiah Stewart's another guy for me at DN, right. Transfer in.
1: Yep, he's good. Um, you know, Jalen Harrell's there. They got depth. You know, Mason Grant. I mean, all those guys. And, and, and you know, Will Johnson, and he's a great corner. But the guys that really step up and do it, those are the ones you have to handle because those are your tempo setters. Those are your party starters. So, uh, quick first hour. Five o'clock hour, we're going to get Greg on the horn. Uh, see what he's talking about. Ask about in-season recruiting ask about uh you know where nebraska's you know at and where how how fast they got here where they possibly could go ask him I'm him you know quite frankly about some local uh prod, or uh, prospects and then ask him about the national perception from a recruiting standpoint right which is so huge and a lot of times I think recruiting people put it more into that than their wins and losses of coaches perspective or perception of nebraska I think it's interesting to to get his, his get his knowledge or in or take on it because he's worked here he's he lives here he's worked <laughs> locally and he covers the team but also he has a pulse nationally which i think is good for people about nebraska old school austin jay foreman we'll be right back
0: you're listening to old school with
1: dp and j download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket